cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity, and liberty, because after all, love is the greatest power everywhere. And laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics in all matters, ancient, current, and quantum, right? Absolutely. Love, levity, and liberty. It's a mantra. Our mascot, the Bling Buddha, as you see him here behind me, he fully subscribes to it as he fires red pills from his nine mil. And he has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. For those of you who are new, I'm your host, Brad Wozni, and I'm grateful to you divine lions and lionesses for tuning into the program for the first time and those who are returning. Thank you. I have served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaving out of helicopters to fight forest fires. I've also been a part of the corporate rat race where shortly after the three World Trade Centers, they pancaked, collapsed in their footprint from that inside job. While I stood at ground zero, witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on, and then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon 72 hours later and 18 stories below it, below where the missile strike happened. I'm fortunate to become a Yushui Reiki master in 2015 And by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I am following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, this lifetime, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we jump to our segment, our episode for you today, just want to share with you, due to the extreme big tech censorship, as they've canceled the Instagram channels, they've banned me on YouTube. We can't get another channel going on there because I wrote a poem, uploaded it to save the kids, and YouTube deleted the channel. They don't like you doing everything to save the children. So please then subscribe to our Telegram so we can stay up to date and then we can share real-time updates with you with what's going on. And that Telegram channel is The Sovereign Soul Show. You'll see it here on the broadcast and also subscribe to the Rumble channel at The Sovereign Soul, because right now, Rumble is the only censorship-free place that we can exist. Also, our website, shopthebuddha.com. You can subscribe there, check out a lot of amazing things that we posted and resources for you to help those who are just waking up at shopthebuddha.com and get on our email list too. Some really cool stuff that'll be coming out there. Now, I'm all about saving the kids, And I'm a pure blood, and I'm grateful that we stuck it through. With regards to saving the kids, every one of my guests who's come on so far and in the future is about that too. They embody that. So without further ado, we begin our next segment. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, divine lions and lionesses, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show and welcoming back Sherry Divan. Woo! An animal intuitive, a total Reiki master, a total Jedi with kids, really. So, so great to have you back on the show in your new home in Palm Beach, Florida, left the Northeast. 
just having palm trees all day behind you. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? Hi. Thank you for having me back. It's always nice to see you, Brad. Yeah, thank you. And Happy New Year to you and the Happy family. New Year. Yeah, yeah, it was just wild. And uh, and Sherry, you know, for I mean, the channel has just kind of exploded. And so uh, the brief background where we were, what, five, six months ago, you know, we were talking about some of the kids that you had been dealing with. And for those people who don't know, and we've got our website up here, you can go to intuitivewellnesscenter.com. That link's in the description as well. And it's a center for spiritual and holistic healing. This is literally all Sherry's plan. And she is so friggin' busy. I, a mother of three, a divine feminine woman married to an awesome, awesome husband and literally just kicking it, whether she is putting out kids cartoons online, doing the readings, doing the transformational healings. I mean, I, you, have, you guys are just incredible warriors of life for the world. And, uh, and with the pace that you're running, I mean, I don't have children yet in this lifetime. I plan on it at some point, but man, how you're able to accomplish so much is phenomenal. So thanks for being back on the show. And I look forward to talking about what you're picking up from the kids in the readings. You wanted to share with people how it is you worked with kids to help them, quote unquote, do transformational healings and perhaps talk to parents about who the soul is of the children that they have in their lifetime. I find that fascinating. It's a lot. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. And thank yeah. you for that amazing introduction. Wow. I was like, wow, is he talking about me or somebody else? Um, really yeah, well. you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's, it's so weird when you hear your, someone speak about about your work, because sometimes you don't realize all the things you do. So until, until someone else says it, you're like, wow, I'm doing all of those things. But, you know, you're running on steam of of like consciousness and light you know and and it's the most beautiful thing it's like endless energy when you're doing something you're passionate about and i'm very passionate about children and animals you know my first per, first part of my life was all about animals you know and i was like everything i put into my life was animals animals how can we heal animals how can i communicate with animals how can i help the animals i was going to heal all the animals as a girl a little girl i was like i'm going to be an, a veterinarian i'm going to heal every animal like you know like yeah. that's not possible um, and so now I feel like the second part of my life has really shifted the focus on, on children. And I feel like this divinely divine connection too, because as I, as I've been working with children and i I'm the founder of Aramis Creative Learning Center and the nonprofit Aramis Collective, uh, I see the animals and the children merging back together because the message that I've been receiving for years now is, and predominantly through this last few years um, was that the animal, we need to reestablish the human and animal connection, the bond that has been broken, the bond that has been severed for nefarious reasons. And it's something that I never lost. And I've always appreciated my whole entire life. I was always so connected to animals. I knew they were just the most amazing, high consciousness beings. And I could communicate them with them well, because I felt more comfortable with animals than I did with with people i would always have my guard up with people with with animals my guard was down and i think that's why i was able to connect with them so easily and now that i'm an, an adult i can do that with with much easier with children because the animals taught me how so you see like everything is full circle there are no accidents in our life there are no wrong turns it's just part of the journey and so i felt like man am i turning my back on the animals because i focus my focus is on children but what I what I realized working with children over the last few years, and I'll explain how I do that, 
the message that I was getting repeatedly over and over through the children's sessions was that an animal would come through their spirit animal, or they were an animal in a previous life or their spirit guides or their higher self simply wanted to tell me that they're here to help the animals. They're here to help heal the animals and, and redefine the boundaries um, that have been completely lost and severed. And it's such a beautiful thing. And so I have focused a lot of my attention in Aramis uh, Creative Learning Center. The first location is to incorporate and integrate animal healing and animal learning into all of our centers. So we will have horses, we have, we'll have probably some farm animals. We just recently adopted a beautiful golden retriever puppy um, that kind of came out of nowhere, but I know nothing comes out of nowhere. It was just timing at the right time. And she, her name is Luna and she is going to be our, our animal ambassador for children. So she, because I had envisioned a dog running, literally she will roam free within the campus. She will be able to go to any classroom she wants and she will be able to work with the children, be outside. I mean, that's that's why we have her and she's incredible. So it's all about reestablishing the human animal bond and connection. And so that's a big part of my work and, and, and very synchronistically how the two merge together because I still love the animals so much. I'm still very passionate, but I really have to shift my focus on the children. And so when I work with children through um, my healing sessions, the way it works is I'll communicate with them briefly you know, it depends on their age because I work with newborns all the way up to, you know, pre-adolescent and, and, you know, really in kids in their early twenties that are kind of move, moving on to their adulthood and more independence. So it's just, a, it's a matter of how comfortable they are talking to me for the first time. So it could be a brief hi and that's it. Yeah. Um, maybe the child can't speak yet because they're a baby or I have the chatterboxes that will talk tell me everything. They'll tell me their life in Mar on Mars and how they were in a, in a war and, and they, they were using these laser type guns and, and they tell me about it. They'll openly tell me anything. But the way I get a majority of the information that I talk about is through telepathy. So I will communicate with the child's higher self, the soul. I don't like to call them children because I feel like that's disrespectful. Like, because the majority of these children are way more advanced than I am. Like they are ascended masters that come to this planet and agree to bring themselves down in density, sometimes from ninth, tenth density, all the way to third in order to help and assist humanity in moving forward in our evolution and this transformation that's occurring. Um, so I, I feel sometimes like honored to be able to even speak to this soul, this being, because they're so wise. And I'm like, Ooh, like, you know, sometimes I feel embarrassed you know, that I don't know enough, but they're so, but they're so kind and they're so humble. And that's what I love about them. And so I communicate tel telepathically through, and also through visions, they show me, um, sometimes it's a harmony. It's a, it's a, almost like a symphony of sound where it's a, it's a group of beings talking to me or the child's higher self. And I, and then sometimes their star family will come through. So it's a, some of uh, being the, their their brother or family from Alpha Centauri or uh, Pleiades, uh, so they'll be more Nordic or they'll be Arcturian. So they're more the Arcturians, by the way, are the most like astute, put together, like professor like that you feel you know almost like oh can I, I I'm embarrassed to talk to you because like I'm not that smart. That's the vibe I get with the Arcturians, but they're so gentle and so wise, and so I communicate in many different forms, and the the purpose of it is to not only help the parents 
understand why their child chose them, where they come from, why are they, why are they here? And oftentimes, because they're starsty, they have challenges here right now, because many of them are feeling like fish out of water. I have been told in many sessions, it's almost as if these children are allergic. This is a quote, allergic to earth. And it's not earth itself. What I should say is the density. Because imagine being a, a, a high consciousness being vibrating almost in the light body, not even having a physical form, having to condense yourself down into this, these mutes that we have that are adapted really over time to third density. And there's only so much light that can come through. And when you have more light that expands this physical, this physical, the density in this being, there are um, responses that the body has. And the, those are the form of the labels, which I think my biggest life goal, aside from everything else I'm doing, is I will make sure before I leave this earth, we will no longer use labels ever. No ADHD, no dyslexia, none of that has to go. Because what those are, are just defining the challenges these children or these beings are having being a, being such a high frequency in this dense body with this limited brain capacity. Um, and that's all changing. So the good news is that we are going through this ascension, which means that our physical bodies are increasing with the light, with the planet's light and collectively. So we are bringing in more light. Our densities are going up, which means that all that means is that our physical body can hold more light. And then we can upgrade and our DNA can activate all these strands of DNA that have been dormant. And we can use more of our brain, more of our neurological system, more of our psychic senses and all of, I mean, all of our abilities. What I, what I tell children, your superpowers, you know, don't look at those superheroes on the TV. You are your own superhero when you tap into your innate abilities, but they're dormant in many, most of us because of this third density matrix, the convoluted matrix we find ourselves in, and also the convoluted body and density that we are basically tapped at, like uh, limited in. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even sure if I answered your question. I kind of went off on a, on a tangent there, but you know, the children tell me so many different things and, and I learn so much every day from them. So it's, it's really, you know, where, where, what direction we want to go with this particular conversation as to what I'm learning at this time. Yeah, and and I would like to just jump in for a little bit of backstory for people with a foundational level because we have an audience now that's international. I mean, my goodness, I'm so grateful that that in three and a half months went from like 700 people on Rumble after YouTube deleted my channels because I uploaded a Save the Children poem at the Trauma to Triumph event in Dallas, wrote, edited it, uploaded it within two hours of uploading it at that event. YouTube deleted my channel, Spotify deleted my channel, and I got a strike on Instagram, all of them emailing COVID-19 misinformation. That had nothing to do with that. It was all about saving children. I think I sent you that video too, right? And um, ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. Over to you, my girl, and congratulations on your book. Look forward to getting it. And the number one best-selling author, award-winning author. Here we go. Brand new, Minted. Oh, Thank my God. You for, for being it, it, so I, I found out that the actual writing of the book was the easiest part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it right? took me 20 years to write. Um, yeah, Roots was amazing, again, because mm -hmm. um, I have extreme ADD, and I could never sit still. 
And that product was amazing because it really allowed me to focus in and sit for hours at a time. I'm five months, six months of writing nonstop. To our show. And, um, and so, so understanding you've, you've made a couple of amazing points, all phenomenal. Number one, animal communication. And, uh, after, um, I became a use Reiki master in 2015, I started down the path of horsemanship, equine horsemanship and energetic horsemanship and the non local communication, non-local, by the way, folks, if you've ever seen schools of fish or schools of birds, obviously there's no communication verbally through fish in the bubbles or, you know, the birds in the sky, they just immediately like, they'll just change direction, right? The fish. So you have that telepathic communication. That was the really the first time I was beginning to learn how to settle my mind down get back into my heart space and into my power chakra, your stu- in your stomach, right? 95% of our neurons are in our tummy. Hence, you got a gut feeling about things, right? Why that was in the food. <laughs> right. I know. And then, and then now you're actually working with horses and that I was down in uh, Arizona, then Colorado, and then uh, Vancouver Island in BC doing all of those and the and and from that experience, you know, there were also some kids involved in working with them who did have those labels, ADD, ADHD, right? Very hyper, hyper type of a child. But as soon as they were around horses, like it was like turning the switch off, the calm, the hyperness, and the social skills that in the 3D world they look at them and say they're antisocial, which is just disgusting. We already know from Robert F. Kennedy, Children's Health Defense, they published studies on that and said ADHD, ADD, autism exists because of vaccines. And then on top of that, we have, from a spiritual sense, our entire soul, especially highly evolved souls who have maybe fifth, sixth, seven, 12 dimension. I remember boy, when we had our show, first show, Sherry, uh, back last summer, you had recently worked with a child who had spent a hundred earth years, their soul training to condense themselves down into the three-dimensional world that we live in and be birthed in here to help uplift humanity's consciousness. And I think there were a seventh dimension. Would you remember that, that, that particular instance? I remember at this time, but probably it was around that. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we see that these children, and I appreciate how you said that, you know, it's hard to call them children when you understand that these can be greater of all souls with so much more to impart on the world, all sentient life than we may have ever been in the parents. And so understanding this is really key. The ability for these younger humans in the biological age, you know, but evolved souls to connect with nature and have an understanding and impart that knowledge to us, we can learn so much. Um, And I find it just fascinating. You know, I've always loved being around children who are high vibe, excited, innocent, you know, in their first seven years of life, they're living in the gamma part of their mind, which is absorb information and living in an imaginary state, which some people could say they're living between the realms, right? Because folks, we can only see 0.035% of the light spectrum 
that's available to us on average. That's just a scientific fact. So perhaps we as children were able to see a lot more things. And back then we might've called them ghosts, but it's just something else in a realm that we're not able to see anymore through conditioning and other things, including, like you mentioned, you know, the poisons that they put into the foods in the atmosphere, you know, to dump us down and also turn off our God gene and also that beautiful antenna to connect with source in our pineal gland. Yeah, no. absolutely. You know, they do so much in this third. That's why this third density is is so convoluted, as I like to call it. I stole that from Dolores Cannon, but she the convoluted universe. I call it the convoluted matrix. You know, I love yeah, her because nice. um, she was such a pioneer of her time, and we're still quoting her books. You know, because she she was just an incredible uh, ascended master that came into this planet to assist humanity and move us move us forward. Uh, and I believe that's what the children are doing. And, you know, they do everything they can. I just did a conference in Orlando and big part of my presentation was I went through about 20 different things that they do to children from the, not even from the time of birth, but from the womb. So pre-birth to wow. suppress their vibration. And I went through many, many examples and there were, I could have gone hours longer. I mean, I really had to cut it very, very short because I didn't have a lot of time. Um, but there are so many things that they do and to suppress us from the time, because they know when we're children and we come in, we are so tapped into our higher consciousness. The veil is much thinner. And, and as a result of that beautiful, the God code, as you spoke about is very vibrant. So we are much more expansive and we're much more in the right brain and much more in the heart center. So children have imagination. So their creative is creativity is infinite and our ability to tap into our, to um, our knowing and our intuition, that gut feeling children know right from wrong, but you know why they second guess it because they're told by their parents, stop making that up, listen to what I said. And they're constantly told no to, to actually not to listen to it, to suppress it. And then they go into their school environment and the children, I'm sorry, the, um, the teachers do the same. And it's a constant, it's just introduction of programming throughout. And when they come in from, from such a young, vibrant age, their light is so bright and they're capable of so much. And the dark dark agenda, the nefarious beings, they know that. And they, they want that. Actually, if anything, they want that power, but because they can't have it, then they attack these children in, in uh, dozens and dozens of forms and ways. And so I believe that a lot of these high consciousness beings come in from other places. And some of them are from earth. I'm not saying everyone is galactic. Not all star seeds are galactic. Some, many of them are actually coming in from inner earth. Um, and I've seen a lot more of those lately. And if anything, Lemuria is becoming very present right now. And I happen to have a lifetime in Lemuria. So for some reason, well, not for some reason, I just said why <laughs> I attract the Lemurian. So I would say a very large yeah, I attract a very large percentage of clients that are Lemurian because I have been, I was told years ago, and I was talking about this on, I think, Jean-Claude's or maybe Michael's, Jacob's show a long time ago, that the Lemurians are coming back. And many people that are living right now are reincarnated from or had an experience or a life in Lemuria or many. And they're here to re help us through the ascension and reestablish the philosophies, which is really the law of one. It's unity. It's, it's helping us uh, 
light the spark within us, the God code, and help us activate it. Because as soon as you wake up, you can't turn back. There's no way for people to go backwards. Really, truly, it, it doesn't happen. It's getting them to awake. Once you're awake, you see through the illusion. And, and it's so clear. It's so crystal clear that it's like you're looking in this beautiful, clear ocean and you see all the rocks. You see the, you see the fish go by. You see everything. I mean, right now there we're in such murky waters or what we have been like people can't see. So they believe everything that they're told. There's so much programming going on. So they send these star seeds from various places, various planets, various star systems that are so vibrant, that have so much life experience that they are almost it's it's almost like they're fighting the dark with the light. So what I mean by that is a lot of the children, if I was never interested necessarily in AD, the labels, ADHD, autism, none of that really. And I think because, you know, sometimes you're, or, uh, you are a product of your environment and what you're exposed to. So a lot of, for instance, a lot of parents right now are very into autism because they have a child that was labeled autistic. So suddenly they are very interested in it. And some of them have, it, they have, have spearheaded them into creating their own um, academics and things. And, and they are really passionate advocate for helping them because they had that intimate experience. Personally, I never had that experience with my children. So it wasn't anything that was like in my mind where I needed to fight. The label didn't necessarily, weren't at the forefront of my journey because I hadn't, I didn't have a lot of experience with that. So I think that's really important to bring up because how did I get from there to where I am now if I'm not dealing with that necessarily with my own children? Because that's an important point to bring across. I don't, I didn't have that passion within me. The reason that I started to focus on that is because I started attracting parents that had autistic children or spectrum children or dyslexic children. And they sought out my spiritual advice and healing for them to see if I could help them. Maybe I could heal them, which we know that's not possible. Um, well, how could Sherry help them navigate through these challenges in school and behavioral issues that they were having as a result of being labeled and medicated, et cetera. And once I started to connect with these children on a, on a, on a soul to soul level, what I real, what I, what, what transpired from that was mind blowing to me. And that's when I said, I had my own epiphany where the world needs to know this. There is actually an energetic explanation for every single characteristic symptom that, 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 that creates that label that they have. That's not actually a bad thing. And it, I it was mind blowing because I didn't, like I said, I didn't study autism. I didn't study any of that. I didn't have a lot of experience, but I knew of it. And I thought, oh, this is that, that symptom. This is the explanation for it. Oh, this is that. There's an there was an explanation for every single thing that they were being labeled for and judged for. And I was like, this is incredible information. And when I told the parents, it resonated with them 100% across the board. I never had any parents say that doesn't make any sense, Sherry. They're like, oh my God, this is important information. So yes, there are physical things that they do to our children like the the jabs i'm so trained not to say the word um uh -huh. and through the poisons and the foods and the entire list of things that i went through um in my past conference um so there are those things but there's another explanation of what's going on and, and challenges that they're having have a lot to do with their energetic um the light that they bring in and the and the almost the um the uh, conflict that occurs between the light and the physical body because the, the body has trouble withstanding the energy, but also the consciousness 
doesn't merge with with the way things are are here. So the children are deemed spirited or stubborn or strong-willed or or they have behavioral issues. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to get a job. You know, they they're refusing to do this. They're saying no. There's and basically what's happening on a soul level is they're standing up for themselves and they're saying they're trying to show us knock us on our head and be like, wake up guys, wake up from your slumber, wake up from your hypnosis. This is wrong. Why are we doing it this way? And they're causing parents to say, well, I don't know, like maybe we should rethink this. And that was me too. So I'm not perfect. Like I was that parent that had my seven-year-old look at me in the, in the face and say, mom, why is it done this way? This doesn't make sense. And I had to think about that. And I was like, wow, I don't know. Let me think about that some more. And I, so I'm having my own revelations as a parent myself. And I know that that's why my three beautiful souls came into my life to teach me as well as they are doing for many parents. So there's so many revelations coming through, but I thought, wow, this is important information everybody needs to know that all of these things that these children are experiencing are not abnormal. They are just trying to shift and change the trajectory of how we do things, how we think about things, our health, and how we um, how we present ourselves. And that's why I wrote Divinely Guided. Um, and, you know, there's going to be a part two at some point, but I just don't have enough time. But I, but I give away a lot of the information in these interviews because I'm like, I'm not going to wait for the book to come out. I'm just going to tell everybody now. And so I do that through lectures, through these interviews and little bits whenever I can, because, you know, it needs to be said now. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, going back for a second, I, I, I really was honored. To, I believe it was, if I'm correct, the first show I was on with Michael Jaco, he said, well, first of all, you're an old soul from Lemuria. And so that was wonderful to hear that distinguishment. And uh, there were some the very first uh, LBLs, actually before LBLs, uh, I did a uh, a quantum healing hypnotherapy session with one of uh, Dolores's uh, top trained folks. And that was just revelatory for me, you know, um, to, to at least get to the point of being able to trust somebody to do hypnotherapy with you, which is different than hypnosis. And then immediately what it took me to, and I saw and what I was shown was just remarkable. I mean, jaw dropping, remarkable. So I'm really grateful uh, to her, her organization still carrying forward that light. And to your point, Sherry, you know, where you're speaking about you know, the kids, what they have to teach us, offer us, what we need to listen to, the new, the old ways of teaching, of instruction, of living in harmony with all sentient life around our planet. I had uh, Hoka Wichasha on from the Lakota Horse Nation about two months ago. Now, have you met with Hoka yet? Right. It's amazing, right? So here, ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. 
Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. And now, back to our show. Amazing, right? So here, for those folks who aren't aware, the Lakota Horse Nation is the stewards of some of the, the greatest spirit animals on the planet. But these horses who have been with their tribe for tens of thousands of years, Right. And he sees themselves and they see themselves as being as stewarding all life around them. And from a teaching standpoint, like we were speaking with Lemuria earlier and going back to these wonderful indigenous cultures, which is they have to go out and then earn the right to have a horse and then have that pairing, that partnership with the horse. And they ride them obviously bareback bareback if people don't know it means there's no saddle no reins nothing that's it just you've got the horse hair and whatnot and you have a partnership just an incredible great benevolent partnership as well as earning your way through with the tribe and everybody teaches everyone all along the way so it's really phenomenal i definitely will go to your your site here in a few minutes and we'll show everybody the divine guided children too what i'm curious is what are you seeing and hearing from the children that you've been interacting with over the last maybe 90 days? What have they been imparting on you about the world as we live in it now? It's January 2023 and over the next few years. What are some of the communications that have come forward from their souls? Oh, gosh, so many different things. Um, a lot of it has to do with, with getting the message across, which I've been trying to do my best at it, uh, to repetitively remind people continuously, whatever, <laughs> that was kind of redundant, um, that big part of the, the climax or the you know crescendo of this ascension is that we have to recognize that we're not being saved by anybody. There are no saviors out there, at least not in the way that a lot of the truth or community is portraying. And there's a lot of false truths out there. And I think, well, I don't think I, what I was told by some of them is that this is a test. So how we react to the drama that's occurring, because a lot of a lot of com uh, truth their communities are fighting with each other. There's wars breaking out with words and um, and these smear campaigns and all of this stuff. Like I watch that and I and I and I put my head down when I see that because I'm like, don't you guys see that this is all a test? I truly believe that we are being tested to see where are where we stand in our empowerment in our sovereignty and if we continuously give our power away to this particular person or this particular group there we're not learning anything and we're just going to repeat the patterns that we have been for so many millennia and so what they continuously say over and over again is sherry they still haven't learned 
you still need to teach people to connect to their inner self, you know, go within. I can't tell you how many times people say, what does that mean, Sherry? What does it mean to go within? And I've explained it countless times, but we also always have new people watching, you know, the shows that, that are newly awakened. And, and so I'm not disrespecting any of them, but I think it's such a challenging uh, notion to go within because I, and you know why that is Brad, because we are so trained in the left brain, this density, this third density, part of how it's so convoluted is that they have trained us through generations and generations in many different ways and through manipulation and programming to keep us in the left brain, to keep us in the sympathetic mode, to keep us in the fight or flight response continuously, to constantly be afraid or thinking about what's gonna happen next instead of enjoying the moment. And they do that, they train us through TV shows, books, every, I mean, every arena, everything in our life points in that direction. So we need to quiet the mind and stop looking to someone else to save us, who can help us, you know, our instinct when we, when we are stressed is, oh, who can I call? What can I do? And it's really challenging for people to just say, I don't need anybody. Let me close off the world, tune everybody out and go within my thoughts and tap into my higher awareness through my heart space, not through my mind, but my heart space, connect with my intuition, let the light come in from my consciousness and beautiful things happen. When, when that occurs. And I think that's a lot of what the children are trying to tell us. Go outside, connect to the earth. You know, they do so much to disconnect us through just the designs of the cities, jam-packing us in together. I mean, you wouldn't believe the houses are so close in, in the areas uh, that I, we were looking, when we were looking for homes. I'm like, I could like touch, I could reach out my window and touch the neighbor's uh, house. It's like, that's absurd. You know, they they put us all together. They, they, they get rid of all the trees. And it's, it, it's disconnecting us from the vibration of the earth. And she's talking to us in many different ways, in many different forms, all the time. The earth communicates with us because she too is a consciousness. So the children are also guiding me to spread that word as well. Connect to the plants, the trees, uh, the animals. The animals are, are an extension of mother earth as well. Uh, and so they talk a lot about inner earth. That's been coming up a lot. I have to say for the probably nine months and, and before, and previous sessions, yeah. not a lot of inner earth came up, not a yeah. lot. It was more galactic. And I think that that was because we needed to get the galactic uh, group um, to really feel comfortable and to find their community because they were struggling so much. So I think that that was important. Um, and that's why- the galactic uh, group, just to clarify, Sherry, the galactic- Oh, sure, yeah. On the, the star seats that are not of earth that are really struggling to fit in those are the ones that seem really awkward or having a, don't don't get a, don't seem to um acclimate well to our kind of earthly habits they don't want to play sports they don't do well in school they don't really get along with other children not because they're mean but they just they have they, they they're just very awkward and they have a lot of challenges here uh so they needed a lot of help and i've been helping a lot of those children really for, for the past couple of years. And I think now we've got to a point where that arena has, has kind of at least um, reached a point where they are of balance, of harmony, they're connecting with the earth. And now it's time, and this also alludes to 2023 and what I've been told that 2023 will be the focal point or not the focal point. When we look back 15, 20, 30 years from now, we will be looking back to 2023 as the uh, the date 
of which we got our sovereignty back. So much is going to happen this year in 2023. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be challenges, but this is such a positive year. I feel so good about this year. And I've been getting this message for a while now. And I've talked about it on many shows and I, we're finally here. And they're telling me that now is the time and we're going to be seeing a lot and a lot of exciting things are going to come of this. But as a result of, of our progress, let's say, Inner Earth is now trying to communicate with us because the second phase of our ascension is we are going to start, portals are going to start opening between Inner Earth and Outer Earth. And it's these a lot of these children and the animals. That's why we, I talked about on Michael Jacobs' show recently, the animal circling phenomenon. Mm -hmm. I did a whole show on that. And that has to do with the animals uh, channeling energy and opening portals. So inner earth and outer earth can interact with one another and we can, and the density of outer earth is shifting to match inner earth because inner earth is fifth density. So there's so many different things. And it'd be, like you talked about, animals communicate through telepathy, but also through energy. So they feel and they connect soul to soul, consciousness to consciousness, but they also feel energetically. They're in harmony with the, with the frequency of the planet as it shifts with human resonance. And so they know innately when, when they're needed, and what they need to do. And so when they start circling like that, they're opening these portals of energy and there's a lot of them activating. So we will be communicating more with inner earth and the Telosians, the Agarthans. And so those children are now coming to me and telling me what their role will be. So they will be coming to outer earth and what they're going to do, how they're going to help us uh, reshape. And, and they're really, they're less, um, they're less focused on technology. So I believe that, and from what I've experienced through at least my clients, the technology, a lot of the technology is coming from Sirius B, from um, Alpha Centauri, some from Andromeda, um, but Inner Earth, and those are just a few examples. From Inner Earth, the reason they're coming out is to show us, hey, look, this is how we've been living for the past you know, thousands and thousands of years in fifth density. This is how we do it. This is how we connect to the Earth, the harmony of the planet, the animals, the plants. Let us show you how to do it. Let us show you how to build communities without destroying, without killing the animals, without leaving your blue, your, your not blueprint. I guess it is blueprint, but at the bad, whatever the bad version of that, you know, without destroying. Let us show you how to uh, how to co-create. So they're coming to show it's like a whole other theme. And it's absolutely fascinating. I mean, there's so many things I could tell you. I had a little girl, uh, a girl from Venus recently tell me that her job is to come here along with many to help us terraform the outside of the planet, but not in the way that, that we would think. It's not like we're going to be uh, in, in, encapsulated in this terraforming and Earth will no longer be inhabitable outside of those terraforms because there are a lot of planets uh, such as Mars, or I'm sorry, such as Venus that is terraformed. So it's not inhabitable unless you're within the terraformed segment. Mm. And so, but Earth is going to have something similar to that outer Earth. Uh, where there will be portions of it. And really it's plasma. What it is and what they're showing me is it's, it's energetic plasma grids that will protect and encapsulate certain portions of the, I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Like what I'm being shown. It, it, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. And that terraform is a regenesis. You know, if anybody's ever watched Star Trek, you go back to it, there was an episode, I mean, the original Star Trek um, uh, episode, or maybe it was a movie with Kirk and, um, uh, Leonard Nimoy playing Spock, but they had a to terraform a planet and they had a special 
Somebody called it a weapon back then, but obviously it turned into a benevolent instrument of technology that just like the, the world went from like this dusty colored, nasty rock. And you're like, ah, it's not inhabiting life. And all of a sudden it's just beautiful. We've got waterfalls, jungles, and ocean and birds and life. And just phenomenal. Really, really cool. And amazing that we're going to have these connections with these inner earth beings. And basically now we'll have inner earth surface and galactic, all of these communities finally coming together and seeing each other. And, uh, you know, I just had a show um, which people will have to go back and watch that. So I'm not stealing the thunder from the guests on that show. But let me just put it to you this way from a synopsis. What Sherry's saying is exactly what was picked up um, from these other guests, right? And in our pre-chat, I kind of told you who that was. So so you'll be able to go and see that. It was really exciting, really exciting. You know, to note that 23, this is the year, like the fulcrum, where humanity just goes right up through the, in terms of an ascension or an expansion, really. It's not like we're, we're actually moving out of these carbon and crystalline bodies and all of a sudden we're in 5D. Uh, we're not, not going to have that. So folks, make sure you're still working out. Make sure you're still taking care of your abs. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're still going to have, you're still going to be, be wearing this meat suit for a while. You know, it'll just be a little bit more expansive and lighter. That's for dang sure. So really freaking fascinating. I absolutely love that. You know, it's amazing to me. It's really wild. You know, when uh, Michael had said, yeah, you're an old soul from Lemuria. When I grew up, we had a TV show. And I mean, we didn't grow up too far from each other, aside from the countries. Maybe you remember this. If it was in the States called Danger Bay. And in Canada, the show Danger Bay was filmed out Vancouver and Vancouver Aquarium around Stanley Park. And it was the marine biologists. They're always going out there and, you know, we're dealing with salmon and the orcas and the whales. I mean, it was fascinating, especially growing up just outside Toronto, Ontario, where, you know, we had lakes and the Great Lakes, but we certainly didn't have whales and massive runs of salmon and these big, beautiful coastlines. I remember thinking for years, I'm like, I want to be a marine biologist. I want to talk to whales. I want to ride whales. I want to swim with whales. You know, but I had never read books about riding whales, whale riding, you know, or being with dolphins. I'm a huge, huge fan of dolphins or being with dolphins. I guess obviously being a Pisces in this lifetime right now, I'm, I'm very attracted to the to the water, salt water, especially in the Pacific. Um, always been attracted to the Pacific way more than the Caribbean. Um, not that there's anything wrong with the Caribbean. It's just how I'm innately drawn. Atlantis and then there's Lemuria. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that there that could be that too. So, so the fact that we have these and using this, by the way, my my story here, not to just kind of you know put my story on a pedestal. For for any of you who have children, grandkids, you're around children, these are conversations that I've been testing and I for the last year, and I've been getting some really cool feedbacks. So, for example, the younger the children, you know, I'll ask them like, "So, where are you from?" You know, and and then me being an adult, they may have that typical answer like, oh, you know, around the street or whatever. I'm like, well, what star system do you think you came from? Wow. Stand back and just and do it with non-judgment and do it with love. And as long as they pick up that vibration from you that you are asking a meaningful question, I can almost guarantee that nearly every answer will shock you. Because once you come at it from that authentic grounded sense and you ask these questions you start there you can ask other questions have you ever had uh, an opportunity to chat with animals without moving your lips 
you know, using telepathy, using your mind, or do you feel certain vibrations? Some kids are a lot more kinesthetic, right? Um, in that in that realm, it is fascinating, folks. Fascinating, and ask them about their dreams. You know, and have you ever had cool dreams that you've been flying? Right, astral travel. It's phenomenal what you can start learning and ask them what was in those dreams. Obviously, if it's of a benevolent sense and see if they would like to share it with you. So I'm curious if you've had any some really cool experiences kids have shared with you in the last little bit, Sherry. And yeah, if so, what happened? Yeah, absolutely. What happened I mean, the things that they say blow my mind. And, and you know, so of course it blows my mind more when it, they're saying it to me face to face as opposed to me kind of talking to their consciousness because it's so much more fun when they remember themselves and some of these children when they talk to me like my mouth is open and I have to tell their mom or dad I'm like oh my god <laughs> like that's incredible oh and they're, they're they tell me oh she or he says this stuff all the time I had the most wise young girl tell me one day to my face like she was ready I think she was nine it's by the way if I mess things up it's because I talked to so many different people that like, I can't remember who I talked to a few days ago or last week, let alone, you know, two months ago, it's, it's so hard to remember all the details, but sure. she was young and she was telling me that the, the, the colors were wrong. You know, the colors on the planet are wrong. Everything looks wrong. The colors don't match. Like mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the colors here. And I know exactly what she meant. And that was just one example of the many things she said. You know, in why, you know, the, the food we eat is wrong. Why do we eat so much food? Um, and she was saying that the, the colors don't look right, that there's something wrong with our colors. And I said, I've heard that before. Is it because that the colors, the colors that we're seeing are um, look different? And she said, uh, limited. And she said, they basically saying, yeah, they, they're, they're not right. Like they're not bright enough. They're not vibrant enough. And then where are the, uh, where are the other colors? Like that we're missing colors. Like, why can't, why do we have these colors? They're not even in our spectrum. They're not even known to us. And so she came in with the knowing that like, this doesn't look right. Like what's wrong with this place? You know, um, you know, I've had children literally tell me that the reason that they are nonverbal and I had one recently because they know that our language is built on spells. So they know that the the way that our language is put together, number one, is meant to limit us and our ability to communicate, which that is something I've get I've received many times for years now, because when we are when we connect energetically and telepathically, the possibilities are infinite. When we connect our consciousness, it's like boom, an explosion, because we know everything, right? But when you're trying to say, Brad, I had this dream the other night. And I was flying and I, and, and you know, it, it never does it justice because like, some, and I even catch myself saying this to people, I wish I could just connect you to my brain so you could just see what I see. And they, and that's what the children are, are, are telling me that the language here is so limiting and they don't want to speak it because they know that they want to, they want to encourage us to connect, connect energetically and telepathically, because that's the way we will be moving forward with limited language. But also they know and recognize that if you use the words that we use, you are summoning demons and dark entities and you are consenting to their agenda and they refuse to do it. And I, the first time I heard that, like I almost fell off my chair. I was like, gosh, that's so true. You know, and they twist the words. Just think about the words that, think about the most common word that children use. What's the most common word 
that a child child uses when they play sports? Oh, if they I've been in the school system, I would have said no. Is the most no annoying. the sports like the ball? Mm-hmm. Our children are saying ball. Yeah. As one of the first words that they say, imagine how many times they say ball throughout their life. Yeah. Kick the soccer ball. Let's go play ball. Ball, ball, ball. Do you know what ball is summoning? Oh. Right. So, like, they're telling me these things, and they're like, like "We don't want to say that. We are not going to say that." Like, you know, that's just one example of many. I have like a whole page. I started writing down these these uh, connections. So they don't want to speak the language. And they they won't. And so, you know, there's so many things. That's why Airman's Creative Learning Center is not a school. It's a center, you know, yeah. and I'm trained. I'm working to change the, the vocabulary as well. Um, what else have they told me? Well, I'll go, I'll oh, go over this while we're talking about it. And by the way, just yeah. share with us the Hummingbird logo in Aramis Creative Learning Center. You know, what was the choice for the Hummingbird as a spiritual sign? This is a great question. It's funny because of all the years I've been talking, no one has ever asked me. And I thought that was funny. And then the other night I was doing a show with Carly and Julia and I was like, no one's ever asked me that. Why? And we, because we were talking about birds and transformation and spirit animals and their messages. So when I was, so this children's center originated, it was called Divinely Guided Children. I myself had an epiphany about a year into this center where my daughter basically came to me and said, this is my legacy. You're creating this for me. This is what I'm here to do. I am a teacher of children. And I, and it just like, my mind just exploded. I was like, Aramis, that's why, what I need to call this. This is why your name was so important. And I can talk about that later. So I came up with Aramis Creative Learning Center. Again, we weren't going to use the word school. And I said, what, is, what, should, what animals should I use? Now, everyone that knows me knows elephants are, I'm, I'm literally, I have an obsession with elephants. I have two elephant tattoos. I have them all over my house. My son went and counted the other day with a friend and there was like 45 elephants in our house. He's like, mom, that's yeah, crazy. You must have Ganesh in there. I mean, my goodness. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. I have a bunch of Ganesh. So Great. everyone- assumed- We have Ganesh too. So that's cool. Ganesh and Buddha. Yeah. A lot of Buddha. Yes, Buddha. I am a big, yes. Um, I used to study Buddhism as well. And, and so everyone assumed that I was going to put an elephant on there (laughs) and I wanted to, I thought it was cute, but I was like, no, it's not right. And a hummingbird came to me and the most beautiful hummingbird right in my face. And I'm not talking out like in reality, it was in my third eye and it represents, she was, it was a female and she was telling me it represents everything that is in our reality right now and everything that we stand for and everything these children stand for it's continuous evolution it's being more organic holistic tapping into a higher consciousness unity connectedness you know the hummingbird it vibrates in such a high frequency it's constantly moving it's very majestic it's very beautiful and everything all the messages that the hummingbird um brings to people is what aramis represents transformation change evolution ascension sovereignty, empowerment. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm not a big hummingbird person. So like, that was like, not something that I would have ever thought of, to be honest. But now they're one of my, they're my favorite. And I have a bunch all over my house, including this painting behind me that um, our artist, Cami DiMario, uh, who does all of our uh, animation illustrations, she made this for us. And so um, that's why I use the, the hummingbird. Now we do have an alternate. If you go on animal- the one thing you haven't mentioned is joy. The uh, the spiritual significance of a hummingbird is joy. Just the joy. Words. Yes, thank joy. you. Joy, harmony, and mm-hmm. balance. Yes, 
Um, we do have an alternate, uh, uh, a, an alternate um, logo. If you go to the animal section, um, yes. because I wanted to put, I wanted to honor the horses because one thing I have not talked to you about, and I think this is how you and I connected that yes. horse, the horse label down there. Um, a big oh. message that I was receiving um, roughly a year and a half ago is that the horse, the horse came, the horses came to me as a collective. Yeah. And what they said to me, sorry. Yes, uh, they came to me with the message that the horses are are a big player, and they are the um, they are the protectors of the land. Dolphins are the protect. Dolphins and whales are the protect. Let me say that again. Dolphins and whales are the protectors of the sea. Horses and elephants are the protector of land, which is interesting. Why I was so connected to elephants, but they said that horses are going to play a big role in the future of our recreating the human and animal bond. And they wanted me to know that they're gonna play an integral role with the children moving forward. And I needed to have them in the centers and all the centers. And this is how the animal animal therapy and learning came to be. And it's so much more than that. You can you, People can read on the website, there's so much more to it, but I wanted to honor them. So that is essentially Aramis hugging a horse in that label. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, that logo right there, because I wanted to honor them and thank them for helping helping us with this. So that's that's that separate uh, logo. Because people always ask, "Why do you have two logos?" And I'm like, "Well, one's for animals, and then one's for the entire kind of um, program." Yeah, so so awesome. So that yeah, this is at ArmisCreativeLearning.com, and we've got the different phases as you go through it i would say it's a sacred school you know um uh, as you're putting it together so very very exciting you know from phase one two and three all on up and it's great when you have this open it's available for all ages to a certain degree you know from the young all the way up through the late teens and i think that's very powerful as well so uh, yeah, just yeah I mean, children need to learn together. The older children need to be with the younger children and vice versa. It's it's valuable uh, for them to connect with one another and teach each other. And so I, my, a big part of my plan is to get rid of grade levels so that we can do developmental groups, um, allow children to teach uh, small lesson plans to empower them. Um, you know, get rid of grading. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for getting rid of the competition-based lear learning structure. So no more standardized testing, uh, no more tests, and, and, and really no grades. They're, they, they're not going to be graded. You know, that's so, that's so demeaning to these children. It causes so much unnecessary anxiety. You know, my daughter comes home, and she's like, Mommy, I got to see, and she's literally hyperventilating. And first of all, I want to be like, do you know who your mom is? Like, I, you know, like, does she not know who I am? Like, I don't care about grades, I, but I say it in a way that me, that she recognizes that I'm not saying I don't care about your grades. I'm devaluing your progress. It's more that that doesn't define you. It's okay. Great. You tr did you try your best? Yes or no? Great. That's all mommy cares about. I don't, don't do not let the C define who you are because you're so much better than that. You know, and I, and I remind her constantly because you know, right now in the system that they're in, unfortunately, they are being um, defined by their grades and they're constantly competing with each other and they're no, not relaxed and they're not enjoying their themselves. And therefore, they're not learning anything of value. They're just memorizing and they don't retain any of the information. So we can present them an opportunity to go and learn in an environment that's fun, 
where they can can collaborate themselves and decide what they're going to learn and how they're going to learn it. How beautiful would that be? That's and that's exactly what they're asking for, and that's what we are working tirelessly to create. Yeah, so great, so well needed, and I think that'll just go, you know, um, all around the school. And then also, you have a temp, you know, the template for that, you know, uh, learning center. That's something that can be shared, and other people can open up worldwide as well. So that would, that would be really fascinating to have that in Australia, Canada, everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. Over to you, my girl, and congratulations on your book. Look forward to getting it. And the number one best-selling author, award-winning author. Here we go. Brand new, Minted. Oh Thank my you God. For, for being it, back. It, so, I, I found out that the actual writing of the book was the easiest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took right? me 20 years to um yeah roots was amazing again um because i have extreme add and i could never sit still and that product was amazing because it really allowed me to focus in and sit for hours at a time i'm five months six months of writing non-stop And now, back to our show. You know, I did I did a workshop with Michael Jaco, uh, the first one I did in December, and something really profound and beautiful happened, if you don't mind me sharing really quickly. So Michael did a guided meditation for the group, and we were supposed to um, go into the future. Um, I can't remember the details exactly. But what happened was I went into my safe space during this meditation and I was in my own little world. And then he directed us to go and go into this place to go into the future. So I, so, and we all can envision what that looked like, you know, so everybody's envisioned something different. So I ended up going into this crystal cave within my world. So I was inside the cave and it had selenite and this beautiful, you know, those big crystal caves that we have, like, it looked like that big chunks of selenite and I think amethyst or something. And I'm walking down the curvature of this cave and this woman approaches me. She's about maybe in her early twenties. I don't know. Uh, Something like that. Brown hair, beautiful, way taller than me, big brown eyes, big cheeks. Like I was like taken back. Like who is this woman? And she comes up to me and she said, without answering my question, she said, mommy, as a child's voice, mommy, we did it. Our centers are everywhere. And I like started bawling in the middle of this. Uh, cent- Luckily I had gone first. I did my presentation first. So <laughs> I didn't have to, what, you know, like get the mascara off my face. Um, but I told Michael after I said, Michael, that was one of the most profound experiences. Like what it showed me was that my daughter as in the future came to me now to let me know, Hey, we did it. All your hard, all of our, it's not mine, all of our collective hard work paid off and Aramis centers are everywhere. And part of that vision that I forgot to mention was she was showing me flashes of children all over the world, Brad. I mean, in Africa, all over the States, in Europe, in Australia, it was like quick flashes of children in the Aramis centers all over. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like it was so profound. And it was just like, uh, I think the, the universe's way of giving me a nudge, like don't give up 
you know, I know this is hard. I know you get a lot of slack and I know people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand what you're doing. And, you know, sometimes you just want to crawl into bed and put the covers over and cry, which I've done. Um, but don't give up because what you're working for, for is so important. And it's not just I, what I want people to recognize is I could easily seclude my children and put them in a bubble and, and make this beautiful life for them on an island somewhere. But what good is that going to do for anyone else? Like what I'm doing is not just for my children. It's for every, I mean, it's for all the children. I believe that's my life purpose is to assist the collective and the children and the children's children and so on. So this isn't just about my children. It's about everyone's children. And in that vision, I saw everyone's children and they were thriving and they were happy and it was joyful and it was fun. And I was, I was just, I can't, I can't even tell you in words how that felt to me, but it was just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and I think that is something that you should hold on to or do my best not to should all over people and say, think, you know, I feel that's one of those hallmark moments in your life that if you ever get back to those points in time of throwing the covers over and having to cry, which is okay, because we've all had that with Probably. our goals and goals, right? This human experience, exactly. Remember that, <laughs> you know, Michael's had his own experience of his future self coming to him like as a teenager, you know, and letting him know. Um, so that's very powerful. Thank you for sharing it. And, you know, I, I, it resonates for me as you say it, but this is already around the world. You know, it's waking people up. I mean, what first came to me as we're talking about this, like, I should connect you with uh, some of the folks in Australia, you know, because they're actually trying to lean into it right now. Um, so we can yeah. definitely definitely do that we talked about a few other people to connect you to prior to the show as as we recorded and we'll certainly get that you know because it's all there and and it, we're right at that edge here in 2023 of everything about to turn into a lifetime and a spiritual awakening unlike many people could ever fathom in our 3d experience right now so very very cool uh well, great let's talk about the intuitive wellness center and the things that you offer for how people do connect with you as well. If they have any folks want to get involved in your workshops um, and then we'll continue chatting about the kids. But since we're on website, number one, <laughs> website, number two in the divinely guided. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. This was my first baby before Aramis creative learning center. So this was when I decided to retire as a registered registered veterinary technician and really branch out and help help people help people thrive. I'm big on empowering people to do the work themselves. So I have a strict policy, especially when I started. You know, I'm not going to save you. Um, and if you want to work with me, you have to do the work that that I, that is required of of you to heal because it's about it's it's emotional healing. You know, and a lot of people don't want to accept the the notion that they're empowered, that they're in control of their life and their dis-ease and their challenges and setbacks, you know, and, and, and I think that's because a lot of us are living in the ego. And I don't mean ego in the negative sense, uh, because we need our ego. The ego is part of being a human being and we need the ego. The ego is, is there for our primal um, um, ability to thrive. And it, it motivates us, but then it can also be our biggest nemesis. And it's funny because in my book, the first book, Intuitive Transformation Evolution, I refer to our conscious mind, which is also the ego as our nemesis. We just have to keep it in check um, and really tap into the 
higher consciousness, our friend. Um, and so I really work to empower people to help themselves on their healing journey. But, and what I mean by that is in sessions, I do soul readings and intuitive healing. So I work with somebody and I look into their past lives. Uh, I look at their soul origin. Where do they come from? Where do they originate from? How many lives have they had on earth? Why are they here now in the Ascension? What's their role? Um, people tend to land in one of three phases or one or three groups rather. They're here because they're they're healing from the wheel of samsara. They've had hundreds of lives of suffering, and they are the ones that are the challenging the challenge the most right now, with disease, uh, hardship, financial issues. I mean, you name it. They've had the the hardest life that you could even ever imagine. And those people are getting their power back in this life, and they are coming out, exiting out of the wheel of samsara, that that negative grid of of reincarnation that the nefarious agenda that pulls sucked them into. And so they need a lot of healing. They need to, to bring up their confidence. They have this, um, this, what's the word I'm trying to think of this program in the back of their mind playing that they're not good enough. So no matter what they feel that they want, they self-sabotage because they feel that they don't deserve it because of all this life trauma. So I help them work through that to clear all of that so that they can move forward and be in peace because not everybody that's part of the Ascension is here to do something grand. And no, but no one is better than anyone else, but not everyone is here to create an Aramis Center. Many people are here to just, just survive through this, heal, find themselves again, and then in, in really truly just enjoy the rest of their life here and, and maybe travel and do things that they never were able to do. And that's, that's, that's it. And I don't mean that's it, like that's all, but like, yeah, that's it. That's what you want. Your soul is telling me, I just want to be in peace. I just want to be left alone. That's all I want. Then there's another demographic that are here because of what I just mentioned, but they're also here to have a second chapter in their life. Now they're here to be of service to help humanity. And now they're waking up now. They want to learn Reiki. They want to learn about all of these metaphysics and they want to shift their, let's say they were nurses in the system. Now they want to do more holistic nursing or doctors or whatever, um, or education. Now they want to, they want to do something that's of service. So they're switching the trajectory. And then the other group are those that are, are, true star seeds in the sense that they're they don't really have a lot of karma if any that they're working through and they're just here to be of service and they are the ones that dolores cannon talked about they are the waves of volunteers that come in and they don't really want to be bound to this place they're just here to help us move forward and many of those are the star seed children so i work with them to try to identify what group they're in and how they can move through their challenges i do clearings and energy healing as part of that but a lot of it is communicating with their higher self and guides receiving messages for them. So it's a very transformational process. Um, and that's how actually the exact same thing I do with adults is also how I work with children. It's just in a different way, um, but it's essentially the exact same thing. But when I did, when I started intuitive, I'm sorry, uh, intuitive wellness, yes. Um, it was primarily to focus with a focus on adults for that exact thing. How can I help adults heal and be more happy and empower them? You know, because I was bullied a lot as a child. I don't like bullies and I don't like being taken advantage of. So how can we how can we learn from that, but also put down the walls and heal and then trust and have love again? That's really challenging. And I am the first to admit that that was the biggest struggle in my life. I hated everybody. I was always ready to fight somebody. And I was I had so many walls, so many walls that I couldn't count how many walls there were. And then I went through my dark night of the soul, my healing and transformation. And there were catalysts for that, which for me were the animals first. And 
then my, my husband, of course, and then my children. And now I'm a completely different person. The walls are down, um, but I'm still on, on, on guard. But I think through my heart and I give all of myself and I'm truly here to be of service. Um, but I'm not perfect. I'm constantly growing and constantly learning. And I still make mistakes because at the end of the day, we have emotions. So I help clients navigate through that, but also myself. And, and so it's a beautiful synchronistic um, and symbiotic uh, journey for, for myself because I feel like I am constantly learning through helping people transform. Does that make sense? So as they heal and transform, I heal at the same time and I get something out of it. And it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, there's a quote and I don't have the exact verbiage of it, but those who are great teachers learn just as much, if not more than the students they teach, because every iteration we go through of sharing information, it gets embodied further into our psyche and also into our epigenetics. And then we also learn mistakes and we see certain things in different ways. I mean, my gosh, you just, it's been in front of my face this entire lifetime. Baseball, basketball, football, all of that. I mean, wow, here we are. We've been talking about this demonic stuff for two years and didn't even make that connection. Like people with mortgage, government, pharmacia are just making that connection too. So really, really fascinating. And then when people are working with you, Sherry, and they're over at the um, Intuitive Wellness Center and outside of the books, do they also, you also work with families? You know, you might be able to do a soul reading for a parent and then also get involved with the children and talk to them about their mission, their soul's purpose, why they're here this lifetime. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And it generally starts one way. I work with a child and the parent is so excited that they're like, I have to have a session with you for more information. Yeah. And then I'll end up working with the parent or vice versa. I'll work with the parent and they're like, oh my gosh, can you work with my child? I mean, I had right. a session recently with the entire family. There was three, three grandchildren mm. and both the adults. I did five sessions. I have one coming up where there's six children. I have back to back every day for a week. Really? So it, it's, oh. yeah. So it's like the whole family gets involved. They ask about the animals. Great. Um, it's beautiful. I absolutely adore it. I enjoy it so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I am quite busy, like you said, because I not only do I do the one on one readings, yeah. um, but I'm also, you know, running Aramis Creative Learning Center and constantly bringing on more people. And I have so many exciting things coming up. And we just, and you know, we have the animation. So I'm constantly writing scripts for the cartoons and then we have the books to match. So we're, we're getting the books going. I mean, so much, but you know, it's, it's so beautiful that I wouldn't trade it for anything else, you know? Um, but please be patient for those watching this that have reached out. I mean, I get so many emails and I have three emails. We have the Aramis Collective email, the Intuitive Wellness email and the Aramis Creative Learning Center email. And I get, I mean, I can't keep up. So if there are people that have emailed and say, Sherry doesn't respond. I'm sorry. I, there's only one of me and I'm pulled in. I'm an octopus pulled in so many different directions um, that I, it's not that I'm ignoring people on purpose. It's just, they're not, there aren't enough hours in the day. And I have two assistants plus two women in Car Carly and Julia in Australia who help me. And it's still, you know, it's still not enough. So, um, but I'm so grateful to everybody that supports 
what we're doing that donates money through our nonprofit to help keep this going. Um, and I just, I want to say how much, how much gratitude I have for the response of the collective and where we are, because that's really what keeps me going. And the beautiful children that sign up for the classes that we do, they love it so much. It's just become, I've been part of, become part of their families and we know each other. And I, it's just such a beautiful thing. So I just want to express my gratitude for everybody that helps, everybody that reaches out, everyone that donates money, everyone that doesn't have money and asks how they can help. And I say, the way you can help if you don't have any any extra funds is to put this out into the universe. Say that, yes, this is what we want. Visualize it, co-create it, share it with your friends and family. You know, the more we visualize as a group, there's so much more we can do with, with that than money will ever do. So it's all about the energy we put behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the donations you're referring to are on armiscreativelearning.com, the donation tab. And this is a this is virtual right now. You're actually running the classes, as you've been mentioning, virtual. And the ideal situation is there will be physical locations around the planet for everybody. But right now, there are there, this is all online classes. People can sign up. Yeah. Your children too, right? Yeah. If you go to the staff page, you can see how many mentors we call them. We don't call um. It's on the drop drop down. We don't mm -hmm. call them teachers. They're mentors. Our team. Classes and sessions. In the middle. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Here we are. We have teachers um in the states and Australia. We mm -hmm. do anywhere from ten to twenty classes a month. Mm -hmm. That's that's me, obviously. But if you go down. Yeah. Um, and you'll see all of the mentors. That, that's Carly and Julia. I couldn't do it without them. They're our creative directors and they help run the program. So the, our program has been running for two years and we have um, mentors and classes every single month in three time zones in Australia, in uh, the European UK time zone, and then in, the, in uh, Eastern Standard Time. And so we have teachers all over the world that work with us and it's and we offer different classes every single month like they're new ones they come they're, they're our mentors are constantly coming up with new ideas and i mean i have a good 20 teachers um, not all of them are active right now and not everyone is on the website but these are the ones that offer the most you know that are the most uh, prominent um and they're absolutely the most beautiful souls that genuinely love children they don't make much money at all so none of these people are about money and ego. They want to. They genuinely care about children, even if it's one child in their class. They dedicate so much time and effort into creating beautiful classes that are um, that are fun for the children. That they get to learn. I mean, look at these beautiful souls. They're so happy, and they're they're so creative. They put so much time and effort into what they create. Um, that I'm just so honored that they work with us. And so I just want to acknowledge them. So this is our mentors in Australia. And mm -hmm. we have such a, such a lovely bunch um, yeah. of, of mentors. Very and good. yeah, so shout out to them real quick. <laughs> Get through them all. We're right down to Cass. There we are. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I said, I don't have everyone on the website yet. I still have to uh, add a few more. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a majority of them. So you get the idea. Yeah, multiple Kazas in there. There's a Kazra and uh, I mean, yeah, that's my husband, my handsome husband. There, he he's um, a valuable person on the team, but he he hasn't shown his face too much just yet. But he will. So to your point, Brad, yes, the, the center has been running for several years now, two and a half, almost three years now. We've been offering virtual classes 
We have lots of teachers, um, mentors, um, programs. We have a library of pre-recorded classes. So the idea is that we are trying to, we are creating our first physical location in Palm, West Palm Beach, Florida. That will be the first of many. And like I said, in that vision, we will expand all over the states and internationally. And there will be Aramis Creative Learning Centers all over the world. And that I I can promise you one way or the other, it will happen in, in the time that it is meant to in divine timing. Um, but I know that this mission is bigger than myself. And so I know that it's that the world is helping to co-create this. So there'll be everywhere. So this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Well, your daughter already came to you in a vision and said, look what we've yep. created. So it's, it's already done. It's in the ether. It's in the quantum. Exactly. That's fantastic. Um, Jeannie in the bottle question, as everybody gets it toward the end, guests on the show. So if you had all of creator's power, you know, <laughs> master intuitive healer, I mean, like the list goes on and on, author, you know, coach, entrepreneur, all of creator's power, one wish for the world. What would you do for the world or for the galaxy? What, what comes to mind first and foremost? What you could do with all oh of Oh, my creator. God. Instantly, and, and no question, I would snap my fingers and Aramis Creative Learning Center would be all over the world at, for the reach of anybody that wants to go for free. And it would already be thriving and the children would already be like knee deep in the process. Like it would already be done. I would snap my fingers. Wow, they're everywhere. Look at that. Just like in the vision that my daughter showed me. Like if, and I've said that to people, they're like, if you had a bajillion dollars, what would you do with it? I said, I'd pop Aramis centers up all over the world tomorrow as fast as possible. And I would recruit the best, most kind, compassionate, genuine, humble um, staff that I could. I would find everybody on this planet because I know that it's already divinely orchestrated and everyone that's meant to work within those centers is here. And we're already connected energetically. We just haven't met physically. I know it's already planned out. So I just, I would speed it up and I would have it happen much sooner. You know, that's what I would do. God's honest truth. Beautiful. Love it. That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. And as we uh, conclude the show, what message would you like to leave with our audience who's watching this broadcast or listening to this podcast, Sherry? Good question. And I think regardless of if you're watching this, if you have children or not, that's not really the the, the focal point of, of my message in general. It's all about what can we do right now to empower ourselves? What can everybody do today watching this to help themselves to move forward and to, to resonate at the frequency of, of, of what's in their highest good. And a few simple tips is to disconnect from toxic relationships, surround yourself with what you want. The energy that you will, that you attract is what you put out, tell the universe what you want. And you are in so much more control than you think, you know, so create boundaries around yourself. And if you're in toxic uh, situations with family that you can't really break up with your mom or dad, then you create boundaries and you, and you say, I will not talk to you about these certain subjects. And then you go with it. And then, and we turn out the noise and we stop watching a lot of the distractions and you start to go within and you tell your soul, I am ready to be of service to humanity. I am ready to do what is in the highest good of my soul's journey. I surrender to whatever that looks like, as long as it's for my highest good. And you start to co-create and visualize 
whatever it is that you want to create and you focus on that and you breathe every single day and you switch yourself from sympathetic to parasympathetic mode through your breath and say, I choose to release any and all energy that's no longer serving my highest good. And you take in deep breath and you go outside and you hold it and say, I choose to release this now. I no longer hold on to this, whether it's mine or not mine. And you exhale and ask the universe, ask the mother earth to transmute it into light. Do that 15 times a day if you need to. Take control of what you're allowing into your life. Release all the things that you can't control. Focus your energy on what you want to create as opposed to what you don't want. And, and we can all collectively tap in to a higher power that, that, that is ours, that we're not asking for someone else to save us. But if we work together, combine our energy, and we focus on what's important and how to change the trajectory of our future for our children and future generations, and you focus on that, everything will change so much, so much faster. But what's the delay, a lot of what the delay is, is that people, there's this program of not being good enough and I don't deserve it. And I'm telling everybody watching this, if you are of the light and you are not a bad person and consciously a bad person, you are deserving and you will deserve everything. And you are part of this ascension and your role is significant, no matter how small or how big you compare yourself to others and what their role is, it has nothing to do with what, why you're here. Everybody is playing their role, whether it's passive or active. And is that we need to recognize that we're all important and we're all beautiful and we're all sovereign and we all are of God. And as soon as we do that, game over. Game over, buddy. The convoluted matrix crumbles in seconds, but we all have to feel it and we all have to resonate with it. And I think we're so close and I think that's what 2023 is about. But I think the more people believe it and tap into it and what's your superpower, Brad? What's my superpower? And you start to think about it and you grow within it and you stretch your light and you expand it out and say, I'm a sovereign, liberated human being or beautiful woman or sexy man, whatever you want to say, and you live it and, and you accept it and that's it. And so it is done next. And I think that that's something really important right now. And that's what the children are trying to relay to the adults, you know, breaking our habits, breaking uh, through the programming. Amen to that. Yeah. Wow. Well done. That should be on a bumper sticker, but it would be a very big one. <laughs> I don't think it would fit. <laughs> I just kidding. Uh, but absolutely 100% sovereign soul, right? You know, literally stepping into your power and unlocking it or tapping into it. And that's actually part of what you do with your, your healing. So I really appreciate that and look forward to having you come on here in the next month or two. And let's, uh, yeah, and check in and see what the kids are saying then. I mean, yeah. roughly nine months, it went from talking about galactics to now talking about inner earth because, you know, you've got the hundred monkey effect and effect in consciousness where now these starseeds in these young bodies, children, kids, you know, are starting to feel that they are recognized and they are getting aligned with what they're here for. And now we've got the inner earth kids coming up. That's really fascinating. So I'm curious, just even in the next 60 days, because things I feel, Sherry, I mean, we've just been seeing them take off like a rocket. So, you know, yeah what usually could be disclosed in decades or years is happening in nearly a daily basis. So I'm curious to see how it goes yep. with the kids. Well, folks, check out 
Sherry's websites. You've got them all here. They're in the description, armiscreativelearning.com, or you can go and book with her at intuitivewellnesscenter.com. Her books are up there as well, or jump in, in the sessions here. It's been an absolute delight and lovely to have you back on the show. Sherry, wish you all the best and moving forward to you, your lovely husband and the family, and the all the teachers and the instructors and the staff. So folks, please do drop a like. That's a plus sign here on Rumble because we don't exist anywhere else anymore. Thanks to Big Tech Censorship. And share, then share this episode. Joe Rosati, as he says, share is 15 times more powerful than a like. But, you know, that helps the algorithm. It helps get it out there, the message out there. And if you find any of this message divinely guided, which you certainly should, but I won't shit all over people, then um, absolutely send it, get it out there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching and uh, God bless everybody. This is for the children and for the benefit of humanity in this new earth that we're creating. Sherry, thank you. Have yourself a lovely night and God bless. Look forward to having you back on. Yes, thank you so much. You got it. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Until next time. Hey, real quick to you, divine lions and lionesses. Stay tuned for this important message for the enlightenment of humanity. Enjoy. Well, hey everybody, one of the things about being a courageous lion or lioness, standing up for what's right for humanity, is understanding there are some hard truths that we have to swallow and also looking for the solutions to those truths so we can move forward in abundance. Now, on December 26th of 2022, that's the day after Christmas, the head of the World Health Organization admitted, and this is a direct quote on COVID boosters are used by countries to kill children. Now, we've been saying this all along, and many people have been called conspiracy theorists, which have become conspiracy fact and spoiler alerts. Now, here's one of the great things that is a solution that on a daily basis, I have been leveraging for over a year. It is from Root Wellness. It's amazing. I am a case study for some of the incredible experiences I have had by taking a product of theirs called the Trinity Pack. It's actually three products that are used in concert with one another for these reasons. If you haven't seen it before, the first product is called Clean Slate from Root. And you can go to getrootnow.com and check all this out as I'm talking to you. Now, the thing about Clean Slate in this little pill dropper, again, everything is all natural, is it is the highest form of bioavailable silica. We, as human beings, are carbon and crystalline-based creatures. That's a fact. And from being a Yushui Reiki master for roughly eight years, I can share with you that the more you activate the crystalline structure in your bio and etheric field, the higher vibrational level that you have. That's where you tap into love energy and also in levity, right? So a couple drops of this under the tongue every morning, every night, what it does is it dissolves heavy metals. It chelates them naturally. We even have video online when they were doing this in the lab showing this was being added to graphene oxide and it dissolved the graphene oxide. Now we know where graphene oxide is used. They put it in those COVID-19 vaccines, which they passed off. And so that's in our bodies, including in that, by the way, for our entire history of life on this planet, right? At least in the last hundred years and generations, we have barium, aluminum, cadmium, mercury, a whole host of heavy metal toxicities that are in our bloodstream because of what's in our environment, the foods we've eaten, epigenetically passed on from the parents. My mother 
was a two pack a day smoker, even when she was pregnant, not a good thing and had mercury fillings. So that was passed on to myself, my younger sister in the womb, obviously. So we have to chelate heavy metals out of our body. Now that's exactly what clean slate does. And in addition to that, it cleanses your pineal gland. Now our pineal gland is the radio frequency tower to God source, to cosmic consciousness, right? It is literally the tip point of the antenna that we have to the universe. So when you cleanse your pineal gland, you decalcify it. It also, with the highest concentration of bioavailable silica, it activates your pineal gland so you have greater insight, greater sleep, and also greater intuition. We're going to go into that. So that's Clean Slate as part of the Trinity Pack that you can go to getrootnow.com and jump onto it. What also is part of the training pack is restore. This is about restoring gut health. Now understand this, 95% of our neurons are in our gut, not our brain. So it's actually our first brain. And all the sages, the ancient sages, the wisdom was right. Our gut instinct, our ability to tap into our intuition isn't in the thinking mind, which is above our shoulders. It is in the power chakra. The power chakra is our gut our gut instinct. So what Restore is amazing sachets, tastes like an orange creamsicle, about an ounce, that you can take every single morning after clean slate on an empty stomach, 100% all natural. And we have had people who have had Lyme disease, IBS, Crohn's, who have reported colitis. My younger sister had colitis, who have reported that all of it has cleared up within 60 days. This is all natural. There are no medications here. By the way, every one of these products is BSCG approved. That means for every sport in the United States, it can literally, it has a stamp of certification saying that it is 100% drug-free and all natural. It's really key, really amazing. And then the final aspect of the Trinity Pack, because we're dealing with cleansing our body, from within, removing the heavy metals, toxicities, and activating our pineal gland. We're talking about restoring our gut health, right? Because in our upper and our lower level digestive tracts, this is where we obtain the nutrients that help empower us and propel us forward in our day. And the final is called Zero In. Now, Zero In are amazing, again, all natural tabs, right? BCSG approved. And you take about two of these a day. It comes with a 30-day supply, the Trinity Pack for everybody. And there's 60 of these that come in. So I average two a day. This allows you to tap into quantum level consciousness. Now, it's no surprise that every tier one combat veteran I have had on the show, whether they are from the British, former SRR, which is like the super secret, previously super secret version of the SAS, to the former deputy commander of Delta Force Special Operations Group, to Navy SEAL Team 6, Michael, to the Lieutenant Colonel, Ricardo Bosi in Australia, former, we heading up Australian SAS, and now leader of Australia One Party in the Freedom Movement. It's no surprise that all of those incredible warriors of light and their spouses and family are using the Trinity Pack because they recognize the value. What we've also seen in the studies, within just 30 days, Using Zeroin, people have been able to increase their performance, their reaction time up to 50%. Their Olympians, the Hungarian Olympic team, is one of the case studies 
where they have seen up to a 50% reaction time. Just imagine if you're in the NBA and you had a 10% greater reaction time. That's off the charts. That is diabolical. So we're seeing this with Zeroin. What's great about this too in Zeroin is it balances the serotonin, the dopamine levels in your body. And it drops your cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone. It drops the cortisol levels to literally zero after prolonged use of several weeks. So think about this. We live in the most stressful times ever in recent human history around the globe. Not World War I, not World War II, where it was more or less composed of certain geographical regions. This has been an, a war on all of humanity at once. We've never seen this in several lifetimes. So imagine having the ability with Zeroin to drop your stress hormones, your fight or flight response to virtually nil, to get deep sleep and lucid dreaming. There's no caffeine in this whatsoever. We've even had people, because it's an adaptogenic nootropic, it is intention driven, right? This is literally the next generation technology here today, all natural. And people have deeper sleep, lucid dreams, they focus their higher, higher degrees of creativity and focus. Now, I am a case study. And for those of you who haven't heard that case study, I leveraged this on a four-day motorcycle ride. People don't think that's anything spectacular. Well, listen, if you understand, I did this as a solo trip for four days at an elevation of 7,500 feet to 12,500 feet for four days. I ate one meal a day, and all I had water and coconut water and my Trinity pack. And I was able to ride up to 2,000 miles, which I don't know, what is that in our kilometers, 3,200 kilometers or something, right? Solo in the summertime, in high heat, desert environments, off-road in the mountains to on-road, multiple twisties, doing hundreds of those a day. And it barely winded me. And I felt time like slow down. That's how amazing it can get to when things speed up in your environment, it slows down, kind of like people have had an experience in accidents before. And I've been in a vehicle accident and I've been hit on the motorcycle many years back. So here's the thing. When you go to getrootnow.com, you got the Trinity Pack, right? When you order the Trinity Pack, hit subscribe and save. And I'll tell you why. First of all, on your second month, you're going to save $15. So in the United States, typically that's free shipping right there. Month after month, that's $15 back for everybody around the world. Ships to 60 countries. On month number four, they give you $100. $100. So four months in, you've got the highest level of what I say is the armor of God used on a daily basis. Tier one, spec ops endorsed in multiple countries around the planet with all of those individuals and divine warriors and their wives. Many of them have been here on this show. In addition to that, Olympian approved. And in addition to that, BCSG approved. So your kids, just imagine your kids studying for exams coming up. And you have a couple of zero in over the next several days. And it allows them to focus. It allows them to have greater creativity, concentration, and also the stress hormone dropped to virtually nil. And they get deeper sleep. And sleep, as we know from Jason Bourne in the movie, said sleep is the ultimate weapon. And that is also where we manifest. We manifest most when we sleep. So I would encourage you, do yourself a favor for yourself and then for kids around you, your kids, any other kids you're around. This helps protect against the viral shedding, which we already know with the studies that have been coming out here now, that people, even one person who's vaccinated, 
and another person who is not, if they kiss in the saliva, the mRNA gene passes over to the unvaccinated person and vaccinates them. And then that mRNA gene sequence gets going. So one of the key things too, is making sure that you are protecting your biological body and your energy body and having the highest concentration of beautiful life and expression divinity, which you can have. And for me, out of anything I have used in all of my decades on this planet, leverage, I've never stuck to it for a year. And I have just celebrated my one year anniversary using the root products. You go to getrootnow.com, highly encourage it. You will not go wrong. We have had so many amazing testimonials and people who have come back to us and described to us from medical doctors and professionals to teachers, everything in between to former LA County sheriffs, how incredible this has been for them. So outside of IBS, Crohn's, Lyme disease, uh, colitis, and making this antiviral restorer and clean slate in Trinity Pack and Zero Win are also antiviral. And we know we need to protect ourselves and our children, which are our future, from the environment and the onslaught that we've seen on humanity. GetRootNow.com. Hit subscribe and save. You get 15 bucks back monthly. That's going to free shipping right there. And on month number four, $100 back. There's other cool bonuses that they surprise everybody from time to time. But that is immediate. And that's all for you. Many blessings to you, everybody. And I look forward to seeing you down the road and hearing from you your incredible experience with the Root Trinity Pack. GetRootNow.com. All the best. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.